Hello beautiful sisters, it's Ola Davies with another episode of the When Marriage Hurts podcast. This one is episode number 61 and I want to talk for a little bit about how emotional abuse ruins our health. Yes, I I don't think it gets... um. I don't think it gets talked about enough just how devastating emotional abuse can be to not just a person's mental health but their physical health as well. Um now when I was um when I was still married and still being abused I knew that you know, there were moments where I just felt really sick and weak and just super fatigued. Now, never mind that I was dealing with high blood pressure and, you know, <laughs> some other diagnosis. I just felt tired all the time. I really felt like energy was being drained out of me. I felt like I didn't have the usual energy that a woman my age should have, right? But then, even after I thought maybe it had something to do with the fact that I was being maltreated, I just felt like I was exhausted doing everything around the home, being the only one that was actually showing up as a parent for my children, working a full-time job, working a part-time business. I really felt that was what made me feel drained all the time. Or the fact that my doctor said I had no blood iron and, you know, one of the symptoms of that is fatigue anyway. So I kind of thought that was what it was all about. But, you know, when when I started learning more about emotional and psychological abuse and how it essentially breaks down a person's body from the inside out, a lot of things started to click for me. A lot of things started to make sense for me. Now, prior to that time, I would go to the doctor and they would be like, oh, do you have family history of such and such? And I'll probably say yes. And they'll be like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's the reason why. But I don't have a medical degree. But I think it's pretty stupid for someone to have high blood pressure in their 30s just because their mom had high blood pressure at some point in their life. You know what I mean? Especially when I was eating a pretty decent um, diet, right? And, but, you know, to... I'm not trying to be, like, disrespectful to people in the medical profession. But it's just that there's, you know, there's no way to really measure stress, like the way you could measure someone's temperature and, you know, get their pulse and check their blood pressure. 
stress isn't something that we can measure in that way and if the patient doesn't isn't aware that being under stress all the time could is what's damaging their health then the doctor is only going to go by um objective measurements right whatever vital signs they can measure whatever blood tests they can do those kind of things to to kind of um reach it make a decision on a diagnosis and treatment plan right so that's what was going on for years until i started doing my research on emotional abuse and i actually realized that this stuff does make you sick and then i started talking to or listening to other women that have been in abusive marriages for longer than i have even been married and i kid you not it was like not a single one of them at least for those that have been married for 10 years and more not a single one of them didn't have some kind of serious health issues going on and i don't think that's a coincidence i don't think it's a coincidence at all when we are taught that you know as a good wife as a godly wife you're just supposed to not talk about these things you're just supposed to pray for your husband no matter how much he maltreats you you're just supposed to pray for him so that he gets better you're not supposed to you know standing up for yourself is seen as talking back it's seen as disrespectful nobody talks about the disrespect to you nobody talks about you being humiliated nobody talks about you being demeaned by your spouse you know but they want to tell us about oh don't be disrespectful to your husband essentially women are set up and programmed to worship their husband's ego and when you hold all of that pain all of that hurt all of that anger on the inside of you and there's no there's no um outlet to release that or to at least express yourself because you feel shut up and shut in even when you try to talk to someone about about it maybe they tell you you're gossiping about your husband so you're kind of put in a position where you just have to shut everything in it's going to tear you to pieces on the inside it's going to come up as something okay so that's something that i don't think we talk enough about now my mom it's <laughs> you know my my father was abusive towards my mom i mean for a period of time he was physically abusive and then he stopped um and then for a greater part of their marriage he was emotionally abusive and as a little girl i saw my mom's health just gradually decline i mean before she was 50 she was battling very high blood pressure and was she even 60 yet when she had her first stroke i don't think she was she wasn't even 60 yet when she had her first stroke and 
by the time she was in her early 60s, she already had two strokes, okay? Um, and then for years, I just thought, you know, she was just, that was just a lot in life, right? But now that I know what I know, looking back, and some of my siblings do agree with me, that her health declined the way it did because of the abuse she suffered in the hands of her dad. When I started to see that my life was mirroring my mom's, I didn't want that for myself. I didn't want that for my children. I didn't want to end up dead. And nobody would even know what happened to me, okay? Like, till today, people, I mean, except for me and my siblings, nobody really knows why. They just think it was just my mom's misfortune. My dad is seen as a hero that stood by his sick wife. People don't really know what was happening behind closed doors and the fact that this woman could have lived a better life if she wasn't being abused by her husband, if she was actually being, you know, loved and treated with kindness. I didn't want that to be me. I felt like I could see into the future and I... And if I didn't get out of my marriage, I was going to end up that way. So, I say all of this to just emphasize to you that um, as many of you as are listening to this episode, you might be battling, uh, if you're, if you're going through abuse, and you're struggling with some health issues. I mean, I'm not trying to say that if you had if you had not married someone that was treating you poorly, you would never have had any health problems in your life. But maybe it's time you start thinking about this. Whatever kind of symptoms you're having in your body, headaches, migraine, um autoimmune diseases, you know, lupus, that kind of thing, fibromyalgia, whatever you're dealing with right now, especially for those of you that have been married up to 5, 10, 15 or more years, whatever health problems you're dealing with right now, is there a possibility that you may not be dealing with that or it might not be as bad if you weren't in a marriage that was stressing you out day in, day out and kind of making your body feel itself in a way. So it's a question we all ha- have to ask ourselves. Living in Living an abusive marriage is never easy. Staying is never easy either. And there are women that just feel so hopeless and say, you know what, I'm so sick. I'm sick to the point of being disabled. And I don't think there's no point. I don't think there's a point in me living right now. And there are also women that are like, you know what, I want to get out now. I don't even care if I die in the next two weeks. I want to leave those last two weeks on earth 
as a free woman you know so it's there's no right or wrong decision about it as long as we are making an informed decision and we aren't living in denial you know living in denial uh, 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 that's no good as long as you're making a decision that you're you you're like okay i know what i'm in in for or i might not even know what i'm in for but i know this is what i want this is the decision i want to go with and then you just do so ladies it's going to be a short episode i just want to talk about how these forms of abuse that aren't really acknowledged in the church as real abuse how it really damages our health how it robs us of being able to be good mothers to our children how it robs us of the life that god wants for us to live (laughs) how it sabotages our effort to you know improve our health because you could try to you know take medication you know do all the right things eat good exercise but you are right in the middle of the source (laughs) of your health problem so it's kind of it feels like sabotage really right so that's something that's honestly that's all i want to talk about on this episode i want you to think about it this might even be a good place to pause this episode because that's pretty much all i have for today and just get in a quiet place if you can even if just for three minutes and think about what kind of symptoms you are having think about i mean there are other stressors in life you could have a stressful job or whatever but think about how the stress that you go through in your marriage contributes to that And then think about your husband. Are they struggling so much with their own health? Because if there's so much tension and stress in the marriage. And you're the only one whose health has been affected to that degree. Is that normal? I don't think it is. So I'm going to leave it at that, ladies. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Um, And I want to thank everybody that's been writing comments, asking questions, answering questions on the Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts. I really appreciate you. As well as those that show up on Instagram and comment and like my posts. I see you and I just want to um, appreciate your your courage and I want to say I, I, I see you. Thank you so much for the feedback. I hope you have a wonderful day ahead and until the next time that I see you on the podcast, have a blessed week. Bye.